Here we go. Welcome to the Air Raid Attack Podcast. I'm your host, Michael. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter, on air with Mike, and follow the show, Air uh, Air Raid underscore podcast, for up to the limited uh, news um, about the show, about life in general, about anything you want to know. The only thing we'll all talk about is stuff that makes zero sense, as in whatever. How do we really know that gas runs cars? We don't really know, but we're going to go for it anyway. That kind of stuff we'll just uh, ignore and move on. But in the meantime, exciting news. As always, um, download our podcast on Apple Podcasts, on your iPhones, and your Google Podcasts. More than likely, it's going to be your Androids. Um, if you're out there in the Windows and LG worlds, I don't really know what to tell you. Google world, maybe eventually there'll be an app, more than likely so. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but uh, we will get things going, as always, if you have a Periscope. And feel free to follow me on Periscope, because this is the most interactive show you will get as we launch more uh, throughout the um, throughout the next week or so. Um, we will be um, going live. We're in the works of much, much more, and we will get to that here in a second. Uh, we are on eight platforms as we speak right now. We are waiting for two more. So once it's all said and done, we will be at a whopping 10, um, 10 platforms. So, and no, I'm not crying. My left eye <clears throat> is right now burning. But um, <clears throat> in the meantime, uh, follow. Uh, you can listen in on Anchor.fm uh, slash uh, forward slash Air Raid Attack Podcast. Again, you can go to your Apple Podcast, uh, your Google Podcast, search Air Raid Attack Podcast. Um, go to Breaker. You can go to Overcast, uh, Overcast uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. We are in the works of getting our um, Stitcher and Cast Box uh, up and loaded here within the next week or two and then also we are in works to get our youtube um we are then got to figure out how we're going to manage this because we got you guys on periscope and we got the wonderful everybody else that i have is on um on the laptop but uh if you're just joining in if you're brand new um more than likely we will exceed the 30 minute show and so we'll do back to back um, to even out the one hour, because on the Anchor.fm app, you on the laptop version, you, it's only thirty minutes, but that's perfectly fine. And on the phone, it's an hour and a half or two hours, three hours, so on and so forth. And uh, of course, follow my other podcast. I help a good buddy of mine, dude Dan, uh, from New York, at Time to Be as Podcast. And without further ado, let's hit things up. Charles, what is going on, man? How are you guys doing? Uh, in the Middell area, um, are you go, are you actually at work tonight? If so, I won't tell nobody. Your secret is kept with me. Uh, <laughs> the New York Yankees start for spring training uh, tomorrow, twelve oh five Central first pitch against the Toronto Blue Jays as we kick off the twenty twenty spring training. Um, teams are already practically getting ready as we speak. Uh, for the Houston Astros fights, we will see quite a bit of fights um, throughout the um, season, I'm sure. Um, we will also be talking uh, Taco Depression is a great organization that has sponsored our other podcast, Time to BS Podcast, as well. 
Uh, and also a few um, reminders. We got uh, Thunder, second half season of the Thunder starting this uh, tonight, actually, against the Nuggets. Uh, the XFL week number three uh, kicks off tomorrow. We'll see exactly now if consistency will um, will uh, help out the league. I hope so. It's a great product, but now it's called consistency. Can we get consistency in the product? We will see. Um, Charles, it is lunchtime. What? That's great because I did not want to get you in trouble at your location. I'm sure that you are still still at your site that uh, I had you at before I left uh, Middell, but hopefully in the least. Um, and so, so on and so forth. Um, we got so much exciting news. Let's kick things off. Like I said, we got eight platforms. I just named them two more in the works. We are in the works of getting YouTube uh, as well. Uh, fan mail, I got three requests on my Twitter um, wanting to say, hey, can we send fan mail? Let's work on that. We're slowly but surely working on that. Um, may have to hire a canine to make sure the packages are safe. You never know in this world that we live in. Um, I did get a question uh, earlier today on Twitter um, from the same person that asked about the fan mail. Uh, if you were, if you were run to president, if you were run to for president, who would you have as your vice president? I really don't know because I wouldn't win. Uh, I probably would win on the Democratic side. I would even win on the Democratic side this year. Uh, I choose not to run. I don't really want that job. That's perfectly, it's being done perfectly fine. Um, and so we're, I'll keep it as is. Maybe down the road, you never know. If I get bored, um, I want to make something up, make a slogan just for the heck of it, just to say, eh, I'm running for president. Um, so we'll see. But no, I'm not really running for president. If I did, I already got my name, um, my VP picked out. There's two people in the running. Um, so you never know. I may be, I may uh, go off and overseas and do miraculous things or something. I really don't know. Anyway, uh, NFL Combine starting next week. Um, for the first time in, in the NFL Combine history, it is prime time. That's right. So all you guys can work. I'm missing it. Um, I don't really much. I watch the combine to an extent. I don't really get into it. Um, it's not my cup of tea. I don't, I don't want to see guys run. I don't want to see quarterbacks uh, complain because they don't want to throw during the throwing session because they're worried about something. You're going to have that one quarterback probably this year that doesn't want to throw, that doesn't want to run. He just wants to sit there and chit-chat. Um, but I'll probably watch at least the receivers, uh, especially C.D. Lamb. Uh, Jerry Judy, um, Henry Ruggs III, T. Higgins out of Clemson, um, Denver, I think, still going to go um, right receiver, uh, even if they do uh, get Stephon Diggs, just for a simple fact that they got to give Drew Locke another weapon. And so um, we'll see. We got the latest mock drafts. Nothing really in particular until you get to five. Um, the Broncos in trade talks of two people. Um, in regards to secondary. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll talk that here in a bit. We'll talk the Yankees. The Yankees are already in, in injury mode, uh, and we haven't even hit this first game of the spring training. Um, you as well, Charles, I'm going to hit you up. Uh, message me your, your number, and I'll shoot you a text uh, tomorrow because I know you guys are at work and I ain't going to get you in trouble. Um, 
But um, so, again, we'll see what the Denver Broncos do. Um, I know Prince uh, Akimera uh, just got released uh, from the Bears. We'll see. I know uh, he will fit Vangio's defense. Of course, he was uh, a part of Vic Vangio's defense in Chicago. Um, he's not going to be a day one starter. He's not going to be a starter, period. Um, he's probably going to be a solid two at best. Um, he's going to fit some schemes that's going to fit his mentality. Last year wasn't the greatest of year for Prince. Um, with, if we can get Prince on board, if we can make the trade for Darius Slay uh, out of Detroit, um, even you can maybe get the addition of Byron Jones, I believe, out of Dallas. I think that will solidify our secondary, which is a huge upgrade from a year ago, uh, even though we would lose um, Justin Simmons, which is, to me, a risk to begin with uh, in regards to the value market, which is you're looking at 14 and a half um, for Justin Simmons. So we'll see what uh, Airway wants to do in regards to secondary. Um, I think with if you happen to even resign Justin, um, and with the if Kareem can stay healthy, even if we don't get um, Slay, I think our um, secondary is going to be a huge improvement. Um, expect Chris Jones to be in the mix for Denver. Um, he would fit with um, Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb in regards to one of the best pass rushing defense in the leagues. However, the main factor is, is, is Elway willing to, is Elway willing to um, spend the money, uh, go in a bidding war with the rest of the teams. We'll see. Um, I love the fact of his disruptive in the game. Um, again, his explosiveness, his quickness to get to the backfield um, a little quicker than others. Um, but we'll see. It's still early. We haven't even hit the combine yet. Um, so we'll see exactly what Denver does, what we see Cincinnati does. I know there's rumors that Cincinnati still may trade the number one pick. You guys can drop it. It's not going to happen. Cincinnati's not going to trade the number one pick. Um, they got an organization that has issues from top to bottom, front office to the water boy, and they got issues. Um, they don't have no quarterback <clears throat> at all. Any adult that doesn't fit um, Zach Thomas's schemes. Um, he was a great quarterback. It's probably time for him to get a change of scenery, um, whether or not that's a, as a backup role or a starting role. I don't know where he would start at uh, in regards because he's getting up there in age in regards to quarterback. Um, in the quarterback level, I expect the Chargers to go younger. I expect Miami to go younger. Don't be surprised um, if you see the Raiders trading Derek Carr and to get their quarterback that they want in the draft. Um, so we'll see exactly what that has to do as well. Uh, I expect Derek Carr to be a Raider, but uh, the Colts, I know, have been the top tier in regards to his services. Uh, will be a great addition for Indianapolis, um, definitely for sure. Um, so again. We'll see. It's a lot of trade rumors. I mean, there's a ton of trade rumors. Um, Denver, the latest mock draft has Denver trading their um, second and third round pick along with their 15th overall pick, which is the first round, uh, to the Jets um, at the number 11 spot. Um, they have the mock draft right now and it got released today. Um, C.D. Lamb of Oklahoma, the best wide receiver in the class going to Denver, um, is the latest mock draft for Lamb. Um, you kind of, I expect Arizona, I think everybody's going to have to go higher 
in regards to CD Lamb, if he can get past the <clears throat> if Elway can somehow get past the eight, get in front of the eight before Arizona, I think he can snap. If assuming that's what Elway wants to do, um, he did. I thought he did well last year. His la- his previous drafts have done pretty well. Um, he finally landed his quarterback in Drew Locke, from what it seems like anyway. And so we'll see exactly what uh, Denver does. But CB Lamb, the latest mock draft to go eleven to Denver. Um, that's pending, of course. That's with the mock trade to the New York Jets. Um, I think Denver gets a receiver. It just depends who. If he wants the best receiver in the league, he's going to have to trade up and probably cough up, cough up some draft picks. Um, he's got nine, I think, with the. Um, um, think we're going to end up with 12 i believe when it's all said and done and so he's got some trades he can maneuver um the con he's he's gonna have to figure something out he's still got two years of joe flacco's contract the horrendous contract um another great one and so um we're gonna have to see what elway does in regards to uh, joe flacco um he's not gonna start i i read a tweet earlier um, or a few days ago when Joe Flacco got cleared to play um, because of his neck. He's not going to start. Please, guys, quit with that. And so <clears throat> and so we'll see. Um, but C.D. Lamb would be a great addition. He's going to give you – you're going to get that receiver that can balance out um, Cortland Sutton and so – and give Drew Locke the weapon he needs. You're, we're one weapon away. And just, again, I notified – again, I reiterated last night in the past few shows – we were four losses, four losses, all four were less than four points. We blew a 23-point lead um, against Minnesota, lost by four, lost at the end by field goals to Indianapolis-Chicago, which that should have never played, and I believe Jacksonville. So 7-9 um, goes 11-5. We make the playoffs. You don't know. Um, what that team would have done and what Drew Locke could have done in the playoffs because that team was offensively rolling. Defensively was a lot better than they were once the season started. Um, but you can't go over four and expect to make the playoffs or at least make a run for it. And so we'll see. Um, kind of keep an eye on Stefan Diggs, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. Um, of course, it's obviously well known that Diggs is practically out of Minnesota. The question is where he's going to go. Denver's being linked, Buffalo's being linked, I think New England's being linked, but that has a lot to do with what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady can easily sign with the Las Vegas Raiders uh, for two years, 60 mil. That's what the Raiders are willing to offer, and that's just ridiculous. Reminds you, Tom Brady turns 43. So um, I wish I could be 43 years old making 30 mil just to throw a football that you're probably going to get picked off and fumble, but that's perfectly fine. Um, but we'll see. Now, the mock has that as a – uh, Deshaun Hamilton, and it has a second-round pick hooked to that. Stephon Diggs, 20s, I think he'll be 26 when the season starts, 27 in November, somewhere in that time frame, um, age-wise. So it's not going to worry. Uh, his contract, I believe, is through the 2023 season. And so um, we got him for quite a while. If, assuming the Don Broncos are interested in uh, Stephon Diggs' um, services, and if they go that route, maybe go offensive lineman. Maybe you can get an edge. You can get, you can go another option unless um, unless a receiver is in that trade, as Deshaun Hamilton is being mentioned. And if so, um, CD is still a mix or 
rugs out of Alabama. Um, Broncos are actually considered for Hard Knocks on HBO. I haven't seen Hard Knocks in quite a while, but that's pretty cool. I don't see them being landed. I don't know who the finalists are. If you guys know, um, let me know. Hopefully Cleveland is. Cleveland's pretty cool. Uh, I feel bad for the fans. Um, there is, I don't know whose fan base I feel bad for more, uh, the Cleveland Browns or the Chicago Cubs. I reminded the Cubs won a World Series a few years back, but it took you a hundred something years to to win one, and then you guys haven't made the playoffs. I don't think since another streak that's going to keep going. But I can't say much. The Yankees haven't been in the World Series in a decade, so on that. But um, <clears throat> so we'll see. We'll see exactly what the NFL does. Um, I like the I like the addition of Greg Olson to Seattle. Uh, I think kind of took everybody said by surprise. Um, he's going to give Russell Wilson a huge weapon, especially in the red zone. Um, Greg Olson still has some gas in his tank. Uh, we'll see exactly how that pans out. I think uh, Pete Carroll is on the hot seat. And I wish Dan would get on because I think he would disagree with that. But I think uh, he's on the hot seat. Uh, if not, um, Gabby next year. It's, and we're referring to 2021. Um, so. We'll see. And all you Thunder fans and Denver fans, I got some Denver fans on my Periscope. Uh, 27-17, Oklahoma City leads at the end of one. Um, but, um, again, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see exactly how that pans out. The XFL, the XFL uh, week number three is underway tomorrow. Um, we got Dallas goes to Seattle, both teams um, coming off of a great win. Seattle had over 29,000 fans. Um, at the home opener, and Dallas got their first win um, at L.A. Uh, Landry Jones struggled, but he prevailed at the end. The running game really was the answer to Dallas's woes offensively. Um, Seattle, I think, um, again, is going to come down to the quarterback position. Struggled against D.C. in week one. Was decent enough to get the W in week two. Offensively, though, struggled. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Houston goes to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has quarterback issues out of the wazoo. Um, Aaron Murray, um, if everybody remembers him from Georgia, not much of an NFL career, but um, with him being hurt, the quarterback position is just a wish wash. Um, you don't know who's going to play at that position. Quentin Flowers, who was actually designated a running back for the Vipers, um, he was a South Florida product that was a quarterback a few years back out of South Florida. Um, they got issues. I expect Houston to route. I mean, if Tampa Bay wants to wants to get a huge win and try to stay in this playoff race, they're going to have to upset Houston. And P.J. Walker and company is unstoppable. Um, definitely by far the MVP, in my opinion. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Sunday's games, New York goes to St. Louis. St. Louis's first professional, if you want to call it that, professional football game back since the Rams left for Los Angeles um, a few years back. Um, New York struggled last week. Um, Matt McGloin threw the coaches under the bus, and he got benched. And then the plane went tumbling down for New York. Uh, St. Louis uh, looking good, of course. They um, coming off in a loss, but a uh, heartbreaker really to Houston. I thought they played phenomenally well. Um, but St. Louis with the upset win in week one against Dallas. Um, I expect that's, that's – I, 
you know, again, if Matt McLaurin can come out and play like he did in week one, even though offensively week one, he wasn't great. Uh, his defense still gave up through nearly 400 yards and they gave up only three points. That's pretty impressive. Not so much the 400 yards, but um, and then D.C. with uh, Cardell Jones and company goes to Los Angeles. Los Angeles defensively has no stop whatsoever, has no answer for anything defensively. Um, so we'll see. We'll see exactly how that uh, turns out for Los Angeles, but they need a win. If if Los Angeles wants to um, be somewhat in the playoff race, um, they're going to have to gonna have to get a win because again, there's ten games uh, in the regular season. We're almost at the halfway mark, assuming we make it to the halfway mark. So, and then DC, of course, um, they can definitely uh, pull away in the Eastern Conference with a win. Um, regardless of what happened with New York and St. Louis. But again, um, let's see what I got on my anchor. We got nine minutes. Um, again, part two is going to be coming up, like I said, on the anchor um, website, actually on the laptop, computer, desktop version. Uh, 30 minutes a show on your phone. It's oh, way over an hour. But of course, Periscope has absolutely said, hey, keep us in the loop. So we're very active on Periscope. And if you have Periscope, cool. If you don't, I don't know if you can sign up without a Twitter. That's the thing. I don't know. Um, but again, uh, we'll see. We shall see what happens. Um, again, tackle depression, a um, great, great um, nonprofit organization. By all means, um, check them out on Twitter. Uh, at tackle it's d p r e s s i o n and then <clears throat> shout out to my good friend kevin who is the founder of orange weekly that's going to go on my phone here soon um we are pretty much during the off season it's been quiet but with the with the uh, combine draft spring um so on and so forth. We're going to get that thing back up and going. But if you got questions, both of you guys, put them below. Um, try to avoid politics at best, especially after yesterday. <laughs> so, and that's, the, we're not going to discuss that. But anyway, um, Major League Baseball spring training is finally here. Um, we got 20-something games. I don't know exactly how many games that there are of uh, spring training, but that's a month and a half of boring baseball, if you would consider that. It's great to see the young kids. It's great that baseball is back. Um, it's meaningless baseball because really the team that has the best record, so to speak, in the in the spring training – uh, did not make the playoffs, or they didn't last very long. Um, so spring training is great to see the young kids, especially if you're in these um, minor markets, Oklahoma City, um, Charlotte, um, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Wichita now with their AAA uh, affiliate um, with New Orleans moving to Wichita during the offseason. It's great to see these guys that you, don't, that you actually watch day in and day out in the majors um, during spring training, but to me, it's it's a pointless, pointless thirty. So I don't know. I don't know how many games they play. Um, it's pretty pointless. Uh, hockey wrapping it up. 
Um, Stanley Cup playoffs not too far away. New Jersey um, playing good hockey a little too late. Um, made some big time trades, but I still, I still expect a few trades um, right before uh, the trade deadline next week. Um, Oklahoma basketball has Bedlam tomorrow. Um, for all you guys listening out there, Bedlam is the rivalry between Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. Uh, it's not so much of a rivalry in football. We don't consider it a rivalry in football. So there you go, Oklahoma State fans. Um, you want to take a jab? Comment below. We'll talk about that. Oklahoma State, it's not even a, a contest in regards to football. It's not. Don't even consider it a rivalry in football. Basketball, both teams aren't good, and so we can just consider whatever you want to play that. Wrestling, Oklahoma State got that, but that's really about what Oklahoma State really has besides soccer. And at times, Oklahoma can upset Oklahoma State in soccer. But um, Bedlam tomorrow, Oklahoma in dire need of a win. Um, coming off a bait loss to number one Baylor, which is no surprise. Um, Oklahoma needs a win. I mean, you got uh, West, I think West Virginia coming up, Texas Tech coming up, Texas coming up. Uh, I think that's con- and then TCU on the road to conclude the regular season before the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Um, if they want any chances, if they want any chances of of a um, NCAA berth at that, they're going to have to win. Oh boy, you're going to have to beat Oklahoma State. Um, you're going to have to at least win one of the two games at home, if not both. Um, TCU, uh, West Virginia is going to be tough. Um, West Virginia is pretty tough at Morgantown. I don't expect um, that's going to be a tough one. But Oklahoma is going to have to win at least three for the next, what, four or five that's left, um, give or take. But a loss to Oklahoma State is going to probably send them packing. Oklahoma State's not good this year. They're not good. Um, so we'll see. We will see. Um, Oklahoma baseball, softball, practically all the college sports is up and running. So we're getting going on that. We got um, Major League Rugby. Anybody that watches rugby, it's an interesting, interesting sport. And we'll talk about um, Oklahoma City in regards to sports here soon. Um, Oklahoma City, of course, um, getting the uh, stadium approval. Here uh, in April, actually, we'll be groundbreaking the stadium downtown. It's going to be close around the canal. They want to connect it to the uh, canal. Uh, I think the max is 17,000, I believe, 10,000. Um, you can seat on certain events. So about ten to 17,000. Um, and then you got your outdoor venue, which is, you can probably see as many people as you want down on the field. I really don't know. I'm sure you can. Smother them in. By all means, do it. Uh, Major League Soccer, of course, to Oklahoma City. More than likely, that will happen probably in the mid-2020s. I'm thinking hopefully mid-2025. I don't know when the stadium is supposed to be done. It's not going to be a three- or four-year project. Uh, I would say probably between, I don't know, you break ground this year, probably the start of 2023 season, I would imagine. So, um, give or take. But, um We'll see. Major League Lacrosse Commissioner, of course, backing it up as well. So if you're a sports fan in Oklahoma City, um, I'll tell you something in a second. We'll, we'll, we'll talk Oklahoma City because there's a way that you can get uh, a lot of Major League teams to Oklahoma City without the Oklahoma City going bankrupt like Oakland. So, um, and that's a long story. 
Oklahoma, we'll talk about that. That's that's a um, that's a confrontational um, argument. But anyway, uh, we're wrapping up the 30-minute mark on Anchor. So what I'm going to do, uh, you guys on Periscope probably know by now, especially the hardcore superstars that I do have. I got superstars or something like that, super fans or something. They call it super fans. They call it superstars. I don't really know what they call it, but they do. Um, so you guys are awesome. Consistently awesome, awesome. Hold on one second. We're going to get this going. All right. So, um, next segment, like I said, it can only be 30 minutes. Didn't really plan for it to be long, but we're going to make it long because I got two more subjects we're going to talk about. And then, um, and then we are going to, oh, God, Dan. And then we're going to um, go from there. So, uh, hold on one second. Hold on one second to you guys on my laptop. Uh, as always, guys, uh, follow us on Twitter on Air with Mike, my personal account. I am very interactive, but sometimes not so much. And on our show at Air Raid underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, plain and simple. It's a dash. It's the line, not dash. It's the line. That's underscore. Um, so follow us on Twitter. We are going to do part two here in about 30 seconds. And so stay tuned for episode two.